Well, the pressure's on for the 1030 group, you know. The 5 o'clock mass learned the new mass parts pretty good, and 5 o'clock usually picks up pretty quick. 8.30, they were amazing. So when you sing the Holy Holy today, I'll be listening to see if the 10.30 can win the prize today. Today should be Habakkuk Appreciation Day. You never celebrated that before? <laughs> Habakkuk is the prophet we hear from in our first reading, one of the minor prophets. And he lived about 600 years before the birth of Christ. And the time in which he lives is a really a tumultuous period. The Chaldeans, the Babylonian Empire, is just at the door of Jerusalem, ready to invade and to destroy it. In the year 587 BC, the temple would be destroyed and everyone would go into exile. And so things are falling, the world is literally falling down around them. And Habakkuk the prophet is really one of the few prophets to speak to God in such a way, in such a tone as we hear today. Usually the prophets are speaking to God's people saying, you don't listen to the Lord. But today Habakkuk speaks to God and says, how long, O God? I cry out for help and you do not listen. Imagine saying that to God. And yet, who among us here has never felt that in our own heart at different points in our life? When we face a situation, a loss that we've experienced, an illness of, in our own lives or in the life of a loved one, a relationship that has broken and been torn asunder, a life change, who in those moments has not come to that point and go, Lord, I speak to you, but I don't hear you back. I don't know if you're listening. Where are you? And Habakkuk is at that point as he sees the kingdom falling apart and says, Lord, we cry out for help, but you do not listen. And God's response isn't what we might expect. How dare you say that to me, Habakkuk? Instead, he says, hang in there. Things are moving the way they need to. God doesn't promise that the days ahead will be easy. In fact, the temple would be destroyed just a few years later. But God says it's unfolding and it will not delay. And to be patient. And sometimes we're in those situations in life and we don't see the way out. And we wonder where God is and that's God's response to us is, don't worry, I am with you. And we'll get through this together. Perhaps a similar situation is confronting Timothy as we come to our second reading as Paul writes to Timothy. Paul, Paul writes from prison to Timothy. And Timothy, there things must have been going on in the Christian community at that time. Timothy is the leader of the community there. And there must have been some challenges going on which would warrant Paul writing and saying, God did not give us a spirit of cowardice but a spirit of power and love. Paul says, bear with the hardships, with the spirit and strength that God gives you, Timothy. Timothy, this isn't a time to shrink back. This isn't a time to leave in fear. 
but to stand up with the faith that's been given to you and gather the community and move them forward. And this builds upon the gospel. The apostles, too, must have wondered, this Jesus with whom they have traveled and have heard speak and perform great miracles, they must have wondered what all is going on, what's God's plan, who is this Jesus? And they simply gather with him and they say, Lord, increase our faith. Deepen our understanding of who you are and what you're about and who we are in your plan. Increase our faith. And Jesus' response is, okay, here's a little extra. Instead, he says, if you had faith the size of a mustard seed and the closest seed that we could approximate in our own lives would be a poppy seed. If he says, if you had the faith of the size of a mustard seed, you could make a mulberry tree lift up and be thrown into the sea. And even his selection of the mulberry tree is important because the mulberry tree had the deepest and thickest roots. You were not even allowed to plant a mulberry tree near a water cistern because of the strength of its roots would crack into it. So Jesus says all it takes is the faith of a mustard seed and you could uproot that mulberry tree and toss it into the sea. He's saying what you have is what you need to be open to the power of God in our lives. And the apostles would need to deepen their faith as they would travel with Jesus to, 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 to his death and wait upon his resurrection and then filled with the Spirit go forth into the world so that we could sit here hundreds of years later, thousands of miles from where that event took place to come and celebrate the same God who had given them life who had promised Habakkuk that God would be with him and his people, who Paul spoke on behalf of to Timothy that he might find strength and not be afraid. This weekend throughout our nation, as Bishop Walkoviak writes in his letter in the bulletin, is Respect Life Sunday. If we really allowed our faith to be expressed without fear, would not the dignity and respect for human life be, be more powerfully overwhelming than a culture of death which seems to prevail in our lack of respect for human life from the moment of conception until natural death? The prevalence of war and violence, the prevalence of poverty and hunger and homelessness. What would faith the size of a mustard seed accomplish if we were not afraid to live out our faith as God calls us? And yet sometimes we shrink back as a nation, as a church, as individuals. But it's Habakkuk Appreciation Day. And he says what we sometimes feel. Lord, I just need to know you're there. And Jesus' response is, I am with you always until the end of the ages. And Jesus promises that when we gather here, he'll speak to us in a life-giving way, and he'll feed us with the gift of his body and blood from this altar so that we won't be afraid, so that we won't be confused, so that we can grow in our faith and be the disciples that he calls us to be. Lord, are you listening? We know you are. Lord, do you love us? We know you do. 
Lord, will you give us what we need to deepen our faith to send us forth this day back into the world? And God's response has been, is, and always will be, yes, indeed.